Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Uh, this week on the cast, I've got Kay Cochran, who is a industry veteran, has spent uh, the last 19 plus years at Rogers Townsend, um, one of the great agencies in town. Uh, they're turning 20 this year and she was employee number six. So we have a great conversation about uh, that, the St. Louis ad scene, um, what she's got going on. I've always been a big uh, fan of their work. Um, down there. They seem to win a lot of awards, those are tiers. Uh, she's a big reason why. So uh, enjoy my conversation with Kay. Yeah, and when I was hired, I was the sixth person, so oh they hadn't been around too long. I mean, it was less than a year, mm -hmm. and um, I started as a junior writer, and I reported straight to Tom Townsend. Cool. So, um, yeah, it was super exciting, and those days were really fun. Yeah. Because how many people were there? Um, well, I was a sixth, yeah. so. Yeah, oh, that, that yeah, was Yeah, like, we were very the six small. Six-person six total. Six-person like total. Like the sixth creative, like you were the sixth employee. Exactly, yeah, oh so gosh. we were in so one did you, room. Where did they come from? Where did those two guys start? Tim and Tom came from Darcy. Okay. So they left to start their own place. Okay. And um, they first set up in the Blanky building, which is in the Purina complex. Oh. It was kind of a big open warehouse space. And we really were all in just one little area. All our desks were together. No receptionist. No employee manual. Wow. No rules. No culture building. No rules. <laughs> right. Nothing at all. Yeah, but um, it was fun. We were all yeah. super into it. And so you've done a startup. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And yeah. seen it, seen it grow. Seeing it grow has been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you're then you learned kind of your craft under Tom. I really did. Well, I, I worked at one other agency before that. Oh, it was did? Pepper okay. Parker. Okay. And um, that was my very first job out of college. School. Which and, school? And Kalamazoo College in really? Michigan. Kalamazoo? Yeah. yeah. That's, are you from Michigan? <laughs> no, I'm from here. Uh, but, um, how'd you end? Well, it was just a really interesting liberal arts school, and they had foreign study built into it, okay. and they just had a really interesting curriculum. Okay. So, But my major was in art history. Of but, course, yeah. naturally. <laughs> but um, I was just always interested in advertising, and I did a little internship up there in Michigan. Okay. Um, and I kind of got the bug for it, although I didn't pursue it right away. But then... Um, what did you want to be I, uh, I was going to... Uh, I wanted to help save old buildings from wow. being torn down. Okay, so, so you, had some, you had a mission. That you yeah, wanted. and uh, I came back to St. Louis to do that for a nonprofit here okay. um, and I really enjoyed it but I always had advertising in the back of my mind as yeah. something I wanted to is there, try. Is there, can you make a living saving old buildings? Um, well it's not the highest paying <laughs> <laughs> profession and there are a lot of politics which of course yeah, of as course. a young student I didn't think of that at all right. but so sometimes you try as hard as you can but you still can't get done what you want to get done you know so. Yeah. 
I just thought I, I might as well try this while yeah. I still have the flexibility. Yeah. And so um, I put together a book by myself. Um, and the first person I met was Joe Leahy. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you know Joe. Yep, yep. He was really great, gave me a lot of good advice. And so then I just started shopping my book around. So you, just, you had no brand, I, and this is interesting. So, yeah, because I think the industry is always in need of good young writers, conceptual thinkers, mm-hmm. and I I get asked a lot, like people who don't have never worked in the business, but you can kind of tell there's something there. Yeah, you have to almost put together your own book, right? Right. You so create your own something. I actually, I mean, it was. It, I'm sure if I looked at it now, it's a disaster. <laughs> but <laughs> so I had, I felt like I had the ideas. Yeah. I couldn't execute the art direction part of it, of course, so I did my best, I'm sure it was terrible, but (laughs) the nice thing was every interview I had, um, everyone was very kind to me and offered me some feedback and then I'd go home and work on it some more. So when I finally got the job at So Joe offered you good feedback. He was great, yeah, 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 he was really great and we're still friends today. Um, But when I got the job, they couldn't just give me a writer position with zero experience or background. So I did some clerical work there in exchange for getting some assignments, and okay. then I worked my way out of that. So then I was there for a couple of years. And do, then, do you remember the first campaigns you did for your book? Do you remember any of the ideas? Is there anything um, that's, that struck out at you? Like, I did a fake, a coke ad, or I did a... Yeah, I actually, one I, I remember, it was for Scotch Tape. Nice. <laughs> and it was like two hands putting a photo together like putting a memory back together mm-hmm. and the tape was putting the memory oh. back together and yeah. I forgot what the line was it was something like about a boyfriend girlfriend who broke up and they were mad and then they got back together and then they I just... can't remember if it was if it was that or not. I really don't know okay. now I, I'm curious conceptual. to go find yeah. it yeah so that's what I was told yeah. they said there's something in here yeah. but you're idea. still a risk so that's what I did <laughs> we'll do it guys good hey. how are you good oh I like that part of it. Um, do you teach? We I don't teach, but I I help with some classes. So yeah, you... um, I work with uh, Frank Oros at WashU, okay. and he'll um, he'll have me give a brief to his students. They'll create work and come to RT and present it. Yeah. And we'll do a little critique and then a tour of the office. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I've also done that with some students at Merrimack, the um, St. Louis Art Institute. And uh, I think I've had, uh, maybe it was Maryville or another one in. Um, I haven't met the kids from Webster yet. Okay. Um, but I really enjoy it. And yeah. uh, we have some some interns right now who are right out of school, and it's fun to have. Yeah, well, you can need that. Young blood around, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. so is as you looked at RT, because you've seen there have been Agent 6, Yes. And now there's however it's gone up, it's gone I down, think we're it's been around huge. 80, somewhere yeah. around 80. Yeah, which is probably as big as you want. I always think, I've always read that once an agency gets past 100 people, mm-hmm. right, it gets a little, you lose something. Yeah. There's something lost there. So it seems like 80s are really solid. Everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. But when you guys are discussing now what you want to be, because RT's probably, the, there's lots of startups and, uh, uh, agencies that are getting into concrete creation that have been in the digital space that started as digital agencies. Yeah. So I wonder, RT is known as probably, you know, the best, not old school, but 
print ads and TV commercials and just mm -hmm. uh, traditional, but just this agency that's been around a long time that has won lots of awards in those spaces um, and knows that area really well. And not that you guys don't have a strong digital department, but as you're talking about what RT needs to be for the future, yeah, what like where are you guys? Well, I'm sure um, this is a digital. Big... It's in fact digital is most of. It what is all I here, do right? now. Oh, so, that's I, it. Mean, I, I, think... I was looking at your all your stuff online. It's great television. Yeah, you have wonderful T spots. Oh, but thank you. I, you know, the one I enjoyed is uh, the one with all how I can choose the dance of the insurance people. Yeah, yeah, that so, was fun. So <laughs> it was a banner ad that had five different sets of music, and you yep. obviously shot this office in like a hidden security camera sort of vibe. Not really, yeah. but it was just a static camera, and I could pick their music, and all of a sudden they would dance. Yeah, that, music. that was so fun. That it has something like two thousand annotations in it, or something like that. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, that was for the Hartford. Yeah, um, and they're an insurance brand. Um, and during that time, their campaign line was Play On. Okay. And it was all about small business owners um, who love what they do, and that work isn't really mm -hmm. work; it's play. Yeah. And they had always been interested in doing something with music. Yeah. So. Um, we came up with that idea. Everyone loved it. When it was time to go and do it, it was just crazy as to how how we should pull it off yeah. and what we should be doing technically and all of that. Um, so that was great. And I, I love trying new things mm -hmm. and stuff we haven't done before. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even with all the digital we do all the time, I would agree with you that we're still very strong in television and mm -hmm. print. So. Yeah, and not that, that either of those mediums has gone away. Right, exactly. I, I, <laughs> or I feel video like, is um, still a huge way to tell stories. Yeah, Whether sure. it's a spot or not, it doesn't matter. We, we're just doing it all, and I feel like we have the best group we've ever had with the um, the variety of skills oh. needed to really do everything. I feel like we now have so much strength yeah. in all those areas. Are, is it still traditional copywriter, art director teams, or do you have you guys divided creative in a different way? Or how? We don't have um, how permanent teams. Okay. So we're just, we are assigned as a team, but the team always changes. So okay. oh, it so just no depends one? on the assignment. Interesting. So we'll, if whatever okay. the job is, uh, Michael will think of who would be great on this and mm -hmm. put that writer and art director gotcha. together. Okay. Um, so there's always a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. interesting. I think a lot of agencies at Momentum, it was just had everyone was on the same client yeah. for years. And I always thought that was crazy. And it was really hard that to would change. That drive me yeah. insane, I think. And it was um, really hard to change that because I know it's just the way it was, right? Yeah. That's, that's not the way it is at RT. It never has been. Um, no, never has been. That's cool. But I will say, though, like for the Hartford in particular, um, so I act as a creative director for mm -hmm. the Hartford. So I'm still very consistent on that account. It's yeah. just that that's not so all that's I the do. fear, right? right? Is that the creative team doesn't know the client as well or exactly. whoever, and so that's why when you bring in new teams. But I always think like it's not rocket science. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> right? right. And then being there, you know, being part of it with the team, I'm able to make sure we're still on brand and all of that. And, yeah. you know, I think it's good for our clients, too, to know who they can depend on all the time. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you, are you uh, the pitch girl? Do they send you out there, client-facing? Um, yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but we all actually Everyone do does? it a lot. We all present our own work almost all the time. Okay, so everybody does. Yeah. Is that another cultural thing? 
Um, maybe it's just always the way, I guess, Tim and Tom yep. had us do it. Now, yep. in some cases, it's not practical. If it's out of sure. town, it'll be one or two of us representing yeah, yeah, yeah. the group. Yep, yep. Um, but usually, you know, that's the best way to do it because everyone knows their own mm -hmm. idea better than anyone else. Yeah. So, and it's funny, this, so an agency, how old is it if it was 19, 20 years old? Rogers Townsend, right? If you've been there yeah, 19, 20 years old. Okay. Have, or it will be 20 in September. So this year is the 20th anniversary. Exactly. All right. Are you guys doing anything? Uh, we're talking about it. Of course, <laughs> we're always late to do anything so for ourselves. Next so. January, we'll have something. We've got to, yeah, we'll come up with something for sure. <laughs> That's always the way it is. Yeah. That's funny. Um, in, and I just, you know, I wonder as the, you know, it seems like in the last three, four years, marketing has changed. So it was just radical differences in how consumers mm -hmm. interact with brands. And I'm curious as I look at the agency model, I'm like, I don't know how agencies are doing it anymore with budgets being cut on where they made money and yeah. clients spending money all over the place and not knowing anything, yeah. right? Do you, you guys have had the same clients for a long time. Mm -hmm. Do you see, you know, AT&T is one of your clients forever. Mm -hmm. In the last, have you seen their business their briefs change or is it like doing the same stuff or what? Oh no, they change a lot. Yeah, like just briefs what they want, change, what they what they're trying to get changes, to. Yeah. Brand guidelines change all the time. Clients change. Yeah, yeah constantly. And her, and do you guys feel like do you have this culture of adaptivity there or just uh, mm -hmm. as an agency, how how is is this something you talk about in the water or is it just like you've got your heads down trying to figure this out every day? Um well, I think, I guess I'll speak for everyone. I'm pretty you do. You sure, should speak yeah. for everyone. You've been <laughs> I'm there I'm pretty sure enough. this is the case, but all of us. How many creators are there? Oh, oh gosh. Like out of the 80 people, is it half creative, half? Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Something in there. 15? Yeah. That, I'm not sure. Okay. I'll get back to you. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but I think we approach every job without baggage so everything is fresh and new when mm -hmm. we look at it and we want to do the best we can on everything right and we we take into consideration you know the parameters and the ask and mm -hmm. the media and everything um but we just always try to do the best for everything we get and not just think oh well this is for this client so just you know do the usual mm -hmm. for that we, mm -hmm. we never do that in fact we we push anytime we can Every brief. Because, yeah. 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 Because I think everyone there genuinely really wants to do yeah. great work. It's not just a job for yeah. anyone there. Yeah. Well, RT's been, has, I think, reputation in town. That's the reputation, right? As just far Probably as just right. like the most award winning agency, I guess, right? Or just the, I don't always know. doing yeah. great. Feels it, it's always felt like that. I think there's agencies that get reputations you hear of as, you know, meat grinders or crank it out agencies or whatever that term is, you know. Like yeah, like a sweatshop. Sweatshop. Mm -hmm. Sweatshop. You hear that a lot at, at certain agencies that have been, I've never heard that at RT. Right. No, and that's a testament to the culture. Tim and Tom yeah. and what they started. So always, they've always hired people who are super into their work. Yep. Um, they don't need a lot of, you know, rules or reigning and mm -hmm. everyone who's there wants to be there. Mm -hmm. And from the beginning, when I started, I worked every night, every weekend. All, and I, I knew that that was expected of me, yeah. but it was fun. It didn't feel like a grind. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we have such a family atmosphere that everyone wants to be doing that. It, so it's not 
like a chore. It's just like you're with all your best friends making yeah. stuff. Yeah, we yeah. all just want to make stuff and yeah. have fun, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That's the whole dream of being creative, right? Yeah. What do you What do you like working on? What's your favorite things? Um, do you have specific plants, specific mediums that you love, or things like? You know, I can't. I can't really answer that because sometimes I get a job and I think, oh, this is this is going to be tough, and then it ends up being one of my favorite things just because whatever we put into it, yeah. we came up with something great, you know. Or, yeah. And same with like, it's not like our clients are, you know, we don't really have like favorites or anything that we, you know, it really just comes down to what you yourself are going to make out of the mm-hmm, job. Mm-hmm. So sometimes things that don't sound like they'll amount to much turn out to be huge. Yeah, or yeah. you've got people saying like, I want to work on that, you know, yeah. when a couple of years ago that nobody would want to work on that. Right, so. right. Um, well, it, so it's hard to pinpoint like a specific thing, but um, anything I guess I would say anything that's open enough to for me to explore. Yeah, it, it's I think there's lots of uh, every every single task can be incredibly incredibly creative if you you know a napkin you can rethink how a cocktail napkin right mm-hmm. if you put your mind to it or. There was that. There's this famous example at at Momentum Australia. They had to do a poster for a client, and it was just whatever, some boring poster. No one wanted to work on. And the guy, the guy, it was like four. I can't remember. But it was one of those clients that they did done over and over and over. And it was the seventeenth year of doing this poster, right? Yeah. For I think it was for the, a rugby team or something. But he ended up taking the blood of the rugby team, putting it in the ink for the poster and making the poster with the blood of the rugby team or something like that. Oh my gosh. Just some yeah. killer idea to rethink this thing that they've done all the time and it won, you know, the line or whatever. But it just was one of those examples of how this one little brief for a poster yeah. to rethink it, yeah, could could change the world. And I think culturally to have that in it, that's tough to do every day mm-hmm. in a grind of like, oh, yeah. To like have the discipline to sit back on every brief and really take a look and say, how can you reinvent all this stuff? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it won't always be the moon and the stars, yeah, right. but it's it's great for what it is or yeah. it's extra special when it didn't seem like it on paper. That's yeah, yeah. really gratifying. Totally. What's your process? Like when you get a brief, do you like to be with people, to run around with people? Or do you like mm-hmm. to go off and meditate on these things um i guess it's a i guess we come together we part ways come together again part ways so <laughs> i think it's i think it's good to think and do you guys have a process there is there like a way no. an rt way or is it pretty loose it's loose i mean i think i don't think it's really right to put a process on creative thinking yeah you know it's a personal thing so yeah. it's just how how everyone does their thing. Yeah. I mean, some people have to go away and some people, you know, put on the headphones and go yeah. down a wormhole, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I couldn't put it on paper, but I think, I mean, Do you guys have a process it, on paper special. that you show to clients and say, this is how we do it, or do you don't even bother? I like, would, we not go a, make stuff. Not a process. I mean, we have a a mission to dare and delight but it's more of a mission not a process and it's not a big heavy thing it just means that we want to push and do something maybe you hadn't thought of your you know Mm -hmm. you the client haven't thought of but it's maybe better than what you thought it would be or that it becomes something that's shareable Mm -hmm. um and that's really just you know 
wanting to do something special for clients to make them feel like, wow, we hired the right people for yeah. this, and, and uh, we want them to love it, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. much as we do. But uh, I wouldn't say there's a process, and I, I think if there were a process, then anyone could do it. Yeah. And so I think people come to us for our ideas. Mm-hmm. They're not... I'm sure they don't really care how we come up with them. Right. <laughs> and there's yeah. no point in laying that out to them. Yeah. It's just, yeah. here's my thing I want to solve, or this is what I want to do. And we go off and think freely. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, that's just it's funny. how it works, I think. I think that is the creative truth in a lot of ways. And I think I've been around agencies that just are always trying to explain to clients how it's done as if there's some magic formula that they can invent and own that is better than another agency's. And there's a chart and there's a reason like some arrows going places and insights and we come up with a better strategy and we put it in this thing. And then some people are comfortable seeing that. Yeah. And they think, Oh, that's what I'm buying. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've got that. But then Anyone, we all know, we don't do it like that at all. Right. That never happens like that chart. Yeah. We get kind of a brief, maybe. Somebody will write one. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> do you guys write good briefs? Oh, yeah. We spend a lot of time on Good. And, um, do they ask cre- the creative side to get yes. in? Good. Yeah. We So, a CD will definitely weigh in on a brief. Good. And we have to make sure. So, you guys take the time to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we make sure our clients are good with Signed it Signed off well. on it. Yeah. So that's a discipline there. Like, that's for sure going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be sloppy about that. That's no, good. but that's not to say sometimes we have some wild card sure. ideas that are off the brief. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's good to have that map, you yeah. know. And it's something you can look back at, like, so what, so what, what, how, you know, what was the, what are the things that support what I'm saying? Oh, here they are. They're on paper mm-hmm. here. That's good. So you read the brief. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Jeez, okay. I never read a brief. <laughs> I looked at the headline. I'm like, oh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was my problem. No, I mean, <laughs> no, we we take it seriously, but then we set it down. We do what we do. I do. Sometimes I'll think, I better read that brief again. Yeah. I'm down some kind of road. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I make sure, but um, you know, we we write them. They're meant to inspired thinking so they're meant to allow you to go down different roads but sort of have something to go back to to ground yourself yeah so 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 tell me like do you manage people i'm sure um, sort of yeah sort of yeah i mean you got people that you manage their work you show them how it's done you creative direct their work yes yes so that's good yeah and have you learned like Learning from Tom, I'm sure things were pastors or like things you you pass on or just little things you've learned over the years that wisdom in this business that you pass on to the youngsters or um, how to do stuff. Well, this is kind of a practical thing that yeah. I know when I reported to Tom in those early days, he would always sort of shorten and tighten what I was. I was yeah. a little too wordy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's funny, um, new new writers coming in, you're like, that's a lot of words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean, it becomes definitely a, a skill honed over time to, yep. um, to write, you know, to make your point, mm-hmm. to have it um, resonate and have a personality and all of that, but mm-hmm. without, um, you don't want someone to look at it and go, oh, I don't want to read that, you yeah, know? yeah. It doesn't look intimidating. Um, right. But then that's not to say that like long copy 
things aren't don't yeah. have their place as well. But totally. um, anyway, doing so just I guess helped me get to my own idea. When I when I have an idea, I I sort of distill it and get to the heart yeah. of it. And yeah. I think that's something that we can help people do when they're new to the business. Yeah. And that after a while, it becomes habit. Yeah. It's, it's that's incredibly important, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The other thing um, that I do because when I worked for Tom, I would come to him with just tons of like headline options. Yeah. Like I only need one, but I would write like twenty five. <laughs> right. And not everyone knows that that's a good thing to do, you know. So like <laughs> I'll say, oh, these are great. Um, so you have three. Did you write any more? You know, or have you tried this angle or that angle? Yeah. And then it almost always works out that when people really dig in and just write and write and write and write, mm -hmm. something great bubbles up, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that doesn't happen if you stop after your first one yeah. or two thoughts. Yeah. You know? I, I, yes, I remember yeah, writing point-of-sale headlines. And you'd write 20, 25, 30 point-of-sale headlines for three words. You're trying to get it, you know, because that's all you got to work with. Yeah. But I agree. Like at some point, at some point you're trying, yeah, as a writer you're trying to, you know, you... You start with all these influences and, and famous lines and headlines from the past and movie titles or whatever, sayings, cultural sayings, and you try to, you know, you're playing off things and mm -hmm. trying to, you know, it's funny how you actually create all these things and yeah. where you're headed with them. And to get 25, right? Yeah. And <laughs> you got to explore a lot of different you have to get certain things out of your system yeah. to get to the good stuff. Totally. So. Get the 10 obvious ones out. Yeah. Right? That everyone's going to think of. Then you got to like dig deeper right yeah yeah and I always yeah and there's always that moment where you like write a couple that that it takes a while I had one the other day and I was like oh yeah and then it's clicks it's like oh that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's beautiful because it's it's the it makes sense it seems obvious but it's not obvious yeah but it feels right right you know that's fine that happens to me a lot if I if I write Late at night, I'll be like, "Oh, is that this your is time? gold!" And then in the morning, I'll go, "I don't know what I was thinking like at all." So I've learned to not. Well, had you email been drinking wine? Happy in the middle of the night? No, no. It's <laughs> this is stone cold sober. There's, there's something about yeah that I mean that's that's a time that I like to. I have all yeah. these like certain times a day, I yeah. guess, where I, I'm feeling it, you know. But yeah. then I have this clarity in the morning. <laughs> That sometimes I'm like, okay, that's, fine. that's, I don't even know where that came from, <laughs> or I like this one, but not that one, and then I go into work, you know, yeah. level-headed about what I have. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So it's the uh, creative kid at night, the kind of what are mischievous, and then you wake up in the morning in the cold light of day, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. That's funny. Well, and it's okay if it's totally. still mischievous, but it has to make some kind of yeah. sense, I guess. That's funny. So you, the editor wakes up in the morning. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so is that yeah. when you, you, you do your best work at night? I do, a lot. You know what? I It's crazy. The times that I do my best work are the most inconvenient times <laughs> ever. So I'm my best times are first thing in the morning and okay. end of day when yeah. I have to leave and go get the kids, yeah, you know, and yeah. like the, in the last, from like four to five, all yeah. of a sudden I got this second wind, you know, and then yeah. I'm like in the middle of the day, I'm kind of useless and it's like <laughs> lunchtime. So it's like the beginning and end yeah. are, my, are my best times. And then, yeah, then at night. So yeah. none of those are, after the kids are in bed, you can that like great. chill out. Yeah. Just let your mind relax. Maybe that's what it is. It all, it's, it's, there's, 
there is something about that, right? Just the mental stimulation and the rhythm of being creative. Yeah. That there's a moment where you really need some peace and quiet to let it all the stimulation settle or something, right? Yeah. Well, you get those in fact, moments of clarity. Um, at, at the agency, we keep trying to do this thing called think time, which is a blocked out yeah. section of time where people can't book you in meetings and you have Does time to Does it say to that think. on your time? Yeah, your cal- it says yeah. that on the calendar. Yeah. Um, the Right now we're so busy we had to put it on hold. But like what I found is that if if that time is the same for everyone, it's not always perfect for everyone. Right. You know, so I think we're still trying to figure that out and, and how to do you know, that. yeah, we might maybe we just need to block our own think time. Think time. Yes you do. But like mine would look really silly on the calendar. It'd be like very beginning, very <laughs> at the end. I can go in meetings all day in the middle, you know. Yeah. Well um, and that's funny. I wonder if yeah, because you always get you're always in a million meetings. You guys in a lot of meetings. Do you, do you, are you thinking like why am I in this damn meeting? Again? We I guess okay? we have as many as anyone else. Anyone else, yeah. but we none of us like it. So we <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to. Do you guys do a lot of brainstorming there? Do you have like a no. RT brainstorm method? No. No. We hate brainstorming. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and why do we hate that? Um, it just doesn't seem to work. I mean, like <laughs> we all like I said. Creative process is a personal thing. Totally, it's not a group thing. Yeah, you know, and so. But there's all... a big mythos and and effort in every mm-hmm. company in the country to like figure out how we can collaborate better and how to brainstorm better. Well, we do collaborate, but we come with our ideas. Yeah. yeah. We don't try to come up with them in the with everyone talking at the same time. Yeah. That just doesn't work. It's a myth. So um, we, but we will come to the table with ideas, yeah. a big group, and yeah. then we'll. Talk further about yeah, we'll make, them yeah, we'll and enhance them. them and all of that. Sure. But as far as coming up with it in the moment, that yeah. just isn't. Yeah. That isn't can, good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. I think there's a lot, there's a lot to be said for. Yeah. Yeah, just going off. That's funny. So it sounds like you need to go live in Spain where they have a nice siesta in the afternoon and then you can get up and work. Yes. Right? I, I actually got to live there during my college years. This all makes sense of where your rhythm came from. I definitely (laughs) embraced that two-hour window in the middle of the day. (laughs) Right? Oh, it was wonderful. Go home, have a nap, whatever else they do. Then you go back, you work for a while, and then dinner dinner. at 9 (laughs) o'clock. Right. (laughs) And then you go out. Right. Right. Until 3 in the morning. Yeah. Come home with those shades that block the sun completely. Right. Sleep in a completely dark room. Yeah. Till when everything gets started late. Yeah. They know how to live over there. They do. It's good. And uh, they never seem stressed. No. They don't. We seem stressed. Yeah. We create a lot of it. Do you, have you managed you figured that out? I, well, You're I'm pretty much, cool. You seem like a cool head. I'm better at it now. So, um, <laughs> and that's, I think, because I'm a single mom and yeah. I'm used to chaos. Right. Um, How many kids? I have two. You have two kids. Okay, what are their ages? Um, 13 and 10. Boys, girls? One of each. A Good. boy, older brother, younger sister. Okay. And we have a full and crazy life. Yeah. And now that they're not, you know, little guys right. anymore, it's you not nearly them, as, yeah. you know, like... But still, there's a lot of... There's a lot to do, for sure. So. Um, and I just, I think it's over time, you just get more confident in your skills and all of that and mm-hmm. so I just don't freak out as much as I did in the past because I just think I know it's yeah. going to get solved I know yeah. 
I'm not going to come to the table empty-handed. That has not happened one time. Right, you know? <laughs> right. You have to have this experience like, has this ever happened yeah. before? Okay, I know. Sometimes I know at night, okay, it's just time to go to bed. Yeah, right. It'll. I'll, I'll figure this out tomorrow. Yeah. And it always happens. Yeah. So I think that just it comes with experience and age. Totally. So, um, but, you know, right now we're in a particularly busy time. Yeah. I just, are you pitching a lot or is it just the way that the... Um, work is coming because everyone wants to get their work done it's it's a lot of new work with existing clients yeah so that's good um, it feel it, it feels sort of like pitching in that it's it's a lot of intense work mm -hmm. and quick presentations and quick turnarounds yeah, and all yeah. that um but really nobody's freaking out i mean it's good we because a bunch of cool customers we help there. each other out yeah. and we jump in on each other's stuff sometimes when we need to, yeah. so yeah, I like that about That's good. our place. What do you uh, What do you like to read? What do you What are your pop culture influences? Do you watch Netflix? Do you watch any shows? Do you bring? Like, uh, what do you, I, What are you well, inspired um, by? Anything? Right now, this makes me sound really. This makes me sound smarter than I am. <laughs> but um, I'm reading. Uh, are you gonna uh, drop some pretentiousness? I'm, I'm reading a book by Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey. About it's about unity and coming together for the common good. Wow. But, like, that's not what I always read. But I, yeah. I'm actually... What's since, Cory Booker say on this? Um, well, I'm just getting through his personal journey okay. still, but yeah. he's talking about, like, actually doing things and not just talking about it. Okay. That, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I have been reading a lot, and I've been reading a lot of crazy different things. So I, I'll read something like this, a nonfiction, and then I'll read something totally yeah. weird and different. Like I read a book called The Buried Giant, okay. which takes place in medieval times. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it was like, that took me completely somewhere else. Yeah. And I also just read a book called Exit the Actress, which is about a woman who became an actress um, in the days when women were first allowed to get on the stage okay. so we're talking like 1700s okay. you know yeah yeah um but i also like newer like nick hornby kind mm -hmm. of stuff yeah. too um did you ever, you ever think to be a writer a novelist or a did you ever take a shot at any of that playwright i've never tried yeah. i um it's always been one of those things where i'm like oh someday i'll do that because sure. it's it sounds like a great yeah. thing to do yeah. but my life doesn't accommodate at the moment <laughs> <laughs> But um, I think I have to wait till something strikes me, yeah. and then I'll want to write it, perhaps. Yeah. Or maybe I won't. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Well, you um, write a lot. I mean, writers are writers. Agency writers write a lot. Yeah, so like I'm definitely write. always writing. Yeah. Um, and then TV-wise and movies that I don't... Have um, watched anything? I was really hooked on House of Cards. Oh, my gosh. And It's good stuff. Yeah, and but it's you know it's a very adult show, so I can only watch it. Um, when the kids aren't home yeah. or really late, so I tend to watch a lot of it in short bursts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't ha have a ton of time just to watch normal TV. No, you're a busy girl. Yeah, That's single moms. Yeah, it's a single mom syndrome. Yeah, it really is. I I love my life though. And you do? Yeah. You feeling good? We, the kids and I have a great yeah. time together, and I love my work life. It's a great balance all around. That's good. It's it, never it, dull. Yeah, no. But I think there's something to be said just at this age we're at where experience, because you're probably around my age, I would say, somewhere in the 40s-ish. Yes. Okay. 
I'm not going to give your secrets away. Okay. Oh, I, I don't mind marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. Cause okay. You're not supposed to ask for marriage, are you? I guess not. But right. I don't okay, care. okay, I'll be. Um, but I think just this confidence that we know we're the the job itself, we have enough experience to not get not sweat that part of it, right? Yeah. Like we're going to be fine creatively. We're going to be able to come up with something, right? We're going to be able to, whatever. And I think just there's also this point where you just aren't, you appreciate like, oh, I get to go and create shit all day. I know. There's a real gratitude or real something. Uh, when I first started, I just wanted to move up and. I don't know. You just, they say, oh, get promoted and go up. And so you're like, hey, this, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, you're there. And you're like, I don't know. Is this, this is okay. Yeah. It was much more fun getting there than it was fun being there. Yeah. Right. And then you realize like, oh, you know what it was? was? I really just like doing the shit. I really like just creative problem solving. I really yeah. like just being creative and hanging out with creative people and making shit. Right. Yeah. I think that's common in our market. Yeah. I think in some cities there's a lot more of a title war going on or climbing is is what everyone wants to do yeah um but i do feel like here in st louis it's very genuine in that people are in it for the work yeah. the ideas they put their best foot forward mm -hmm. it's not so much about getting to the top but, yeah you know yeah so i like that yeah about our community. Yeah, that's good. We have a small advertising community. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Yeah. That's fine. You, and you, who's, oh, Mike McCormick. Yes. Yeah, he's terrific, right? Yeah, he's really great. He's brought a ton of Has energy. He been there? And Did he go somewhere and then he came back? Yes. Or he worked there? Okay. He, um, I remember yeah. meeting him some, at some point he was leaving. He was with us in the early days that I was talking about before. Okay. In the Blanky building. Okay. Um, and then, um, he, Left and went to Texas and then Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He worked for CK in Chicago okay. and McGarry Jesse in Texas. Okay. And um, came back here and he um, has very high standards. Good. And we all, you know, we all do and we all want to meet those standards. Um, so he has just really, I feel like, made the place exciting. Made people, okay. people really want to. Yeah, kick, do some, outdo themselves yeah, yeah. all the time, and um, that's good. It's a good group. That's good. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. It's funny with after you know this agency scene in St. Louis had taken a has certainly evolved. It always is, mm -hmm. but I think with uh, the city and AB and whatever, it just seemed like that main client had sort of just imploded. And there's so I think the agency scene was is radically different since they left, just sure. because they had always kept a lot of creatives and a lot of money flowing through and a lot of work and they wanted great work and now I don't know what they're doing. Who knows? Yeah. It's just sort of an awful They They were never, place. we didn't do much. But, but you guys never had anything yeah. to do with them and just sort of have, have been on, had different clients mm -hmm. and just sort of weathered that storm where it probably didn't even affect you. But Not it, too much. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think RT is just still has this thing, right? It just has still got this thing about it that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I All think right. so. Yeah. Well, of course. I've been there a while. I know you have. You put your life into this. That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any uh, any other words of wisdom uh, for any up-and-coming creatives? Anything like, these are the things I've learned. This is like, and if I could go back and tell myself 20 years ago yeah. what, I, what not to do, what to do. Well, a piece of advice I repeat a lot, but I really believe in it, if you're a young person trying to get in the business, is to find a mentor who you okay. can keep in touch with. Okay. So 
I feel like most people in our business are very nice and would love to help someone out if yeah. they needed it. Yeah. And I think as a student, our business can seem like an impenetrable wall. And how am I ever going to get in there? You yeah. know? But yeah. if you can just meet someone who does what you do mm-hmm. and learn from them, mm-hmm. you know, much in the way I learned from Tom, yeah. eventually you'll get in somewhere. Yeah. And they can help you make your work better until you do. So um, I would say, you know, don't give up. Yeah. And even if it doesn't happen right now, meet the people who can help you along the way yeah. and eventually it will. You're um, you're available, I'm sure, for a mentor. People yeah. on LinkedIn, yeah, I'm right. That's absolutely, fun. Okay. absolutely. And I still, you know, when I see Joe at the Addies or something, yeah. I remind him of that. Yeah. I say, You Thank helped you. me so much and you don't know what that meant to me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I look back at all the people all the people I learned from, just like it's the best. You mm-hmm. look back and think of all the wonderful guys and uh, women who taught me how to just whatever, yeah. all, all kind of how to present, how to write, how to, I didn't, you know, you don't know anything really. I know. And yeah, and I think, I think students worry that they have to come in and know everything already yeah. somehow. And they, or, and, right. and they shouldn't be expected to. I mean, yeah. you have to be at an agency to see how. Yeah. But I think if you're out there, what, what we're looking for in the business is just someone who can think conceptually, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like, I've, I've, like there's this problem, and I've creatively solved it, and that's it. Yeah. Tell a story. Yep, and there's and there's a craft to it yeah. as well, um, but you know it when you see it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, whatever you put in your book, it could come in a lot of different forms, yeah. but um, it should reflect how you think. Yeah. Anything else? Any other word? Anything? Uh, <laughs> you knew you were doing this podcast. I was like, oh, he's going to ask this uh, question. Am I going to get a reputation for smoking cigars? You now? are. You are. <laughs> All right. Kay Cochran is smoking. That's my headline for this podcast. Thank you. Thank you.